What a fool is he sees The wise man has the power Of prison away <laughs> Little Michael McDonald for you what? It's helpful that I'm sick Because I get that deeper voice You know what I'm saying I want to know what he says there A reason away He says a reason away No, it, what? A reason away that's what I think it is. I think it's a wizard away. A wizard away. <laughs> <laughs> or is there a way? <laughs> the white man has the power. That's racist. Oh, that's so racist. Michael McDonald is racist. He is. Oh. Spe- it's, it's good that you started off strong like this because technically right now I'm on a boat and I'm probably listening to Yacht Rock. On a boat. Oh, because you got a, you're on a vacation. Yep. Vacay. Uh, welcome to I Don't Like Their Own Stuff, episode 81. I only like their own stuff? Oh, no. Yeah. I think this will be episode 83. I don't want to clear my nose. I've got nose. Have you been of... using the neti pot? I have been using the neti pot. It's so dangerous. That. It is not dangerous. It's dangerous. It's a little wives' tale. Oh, there's flesh-eating bacteria in it. Um, it's your life. Shut up. This is episode 81. No, 83? <laughs> yeah, is it 83, 80, really? Yeah, because 81 was my birthday, and then 82 is going to come out last Friday as of the time this comes out. Oh, so this one's this one's going out after 82. Yes. Okay, now everybody has seen behind the curtain. Uh, obviously, <laughs> this, this episode's a little different, so we're not going to do the normal uh, niceties at the beginning, or not niceties, whatever you want to call it, uh, because we're doing a grab bag episode. We used to do these uh, epic three-hour-long shows, and we would do a grab bag section in the end, and it was always a random segment, and we... Uh, you know, we got a couple, you know, a couple people like that. So we're gonna do a grab bag segment today, and it's gonna be uh, this is a fill-in show because Groove's gonna be gone. So we are not letting you down, listeners. We got content, and uh, this episode mostly this grab bag is gonna be what we call trailer park, right? Yeah. Uh, the thing about uh, Jiga and I is we both can watch movie trailers, and we have an exceptionally high success rate predicting whether or not a movie will be good. So we're going to go through a couple different trailers, and we, what we've done is we've watched these trailers so you don't have to, and we're going to tell you whether or not to go to the, see the movie, essentially. Right. We're yeah? going to give you our opinions on it, and you need to listen to our opinions, and most of these seem to go straight to DVD. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but most of them that we pick go straight to DVD. So uh, We've got a couple in this list that are going to be out in the theaters. Yeah, I think probably so. Got a, got a couple. Never know that. Well, let's go ahead and kick it off with the trailer that's been making the rounds as of two weeks ago by the time this episode dropped. You're a little dropped. crackly, by the way. I just want to tell you that. Oh. You're just a little crackly. Well. Watch your back, movements. Back to the, back to the topic at hand. Yeah. This, this trailer came out. It hit my inbox from about three different people. And, uh, and then I saw it on a couple different websites. And that's Movie 43. What? I didn't get this one. I sent that to you. God. You didn't send this one to me. Movie 43? It's not in that list. It's in, it's in the first email that I sent to you that said, uh, I think doing a massive trailer park for Oscar season will be good. And then it's the email after that. The email Here's the first. Right. 
Here's the first. Uh, Maybe... <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. That one's going to be good. <laughs> that one's going to be good. Well, let me explain it to you. Yeah, then. sure. I would rather you explain it to me. That ought to be the segment. You explain trailers to me. <laughs> go ahead. No, let's move right along. No, let's go ahead. I want to hear it. I'm serious. <laughs> I want. I think this might have potential. It's a ser- It's a lot of well-known A-list actors. Not interested. Now keep going. Keep going. Doing what looks or appears to be lots of little comedic vignettes okay. that are both uh, offensive and low-hanging fruit type type of humor, and it's surprising who's doing what in that trailer, and I'm not sure. I, th- I think, you know what it is? It's filling the, it's the, when Scary Movie and Not Another Teen Movie, all those, it's like in that vein, yeah. only with A-list celebrities. Oh. Well, it looks horrible. Yeah, that sounds like something I want to avoid. It's going to be one of those movies that that asshole likes that you, you already, that guy <laughs> yeah, in the I office. Yeah, I know which asshole, too. Yeah. <laughs> that guy in the office is going to come up. On on Monday morning, ask you if you went on Friday night. Yeah, when it opened, you know what I mean. Did you see that? All right, moving right along. Uh, all right, let's let's go ahead and get through this. Next up, we got Nature Calls. Now, this is the uh, the movie starring what Patton Oswalt and Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, and what, yeah. Go ahead. What do you have to say about this? Uh, it looks like it's going to be great. For one fact, that uh. <laughs> it looks pretty new because Patrice O'Neill's in it. He died a year ago. So looks like one of those ones they put on the shelf for a while. And they finally busted it out. Yeah. It's a comedy. I, I don't know. It doesn't. I like Patton Oswalt. And I like Johnny I, Knoxville. But it doesn't look that funny to me. And Rob Riggle's doing his Rob Riggle thing. I was All I had down was Rob Riggle, all he does is yell. Yeah. He's doing... It's the Catalina wine mixer all over again. And then Patrice O'Neill, rest in peace. I'm not going to go see this movie, and I'm going to recommend that nobody goes to see this movie. Yeah, I don't think they'll. I think it'll go straight to DVD. <laughs> I'm guessing this is a straight to DVD. It could be. Uh, what's up with the Revisionaries? The Revisionaries? Uh, it looks like a documentary. A lot of. Uh... Twin Dignity probably going to be going on over that one. It's about yes. the, uh, I guess, the Texas school board and their uh, approval or disapproval of school books, and they're they're wanting to take out uh, evolution out of the school system and that sort of thing. A lot of Twin Dignity. This is if you if you're feeling like you want to go on a rant, get on your soapbox, go ahead and get some popcorn, and probably go straight to the Red Box. Yeah, and pick up your Revisionaries DVD. Yeah, it'll be there with uh, an an unfortunate truth or whatever that Al Gore documentary was. What was that? An inconvenient truth. <laughs> inconvenient truth, and the answer to an inconvenient truth, an inconvenient lie, which the the other you know the the the, the right made in response to deny him. An inconvenient lie. Look outside, it's snowing. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. All right, next up is the Lone Ranger. Racist. That's starring, the only starring, thing I have written down. I didn't even watch it yet, and I wrote down racist, and I underlined it three times, and two exclamation marks. I wrote Disney racism. 
see, it's not racist because Tonto is the main character this time. But he's played by a white man, Johnny Depp. I already can't stand Johnny Depp, so... I love Johnny know. Depp. I was wondering, like, who who thought it was a good idea to make Army Hammer uh, an action star? Well, yeah, I mean, you do know that it, it is... They flipped the script on The Lone Ranger, right? No, I have no idea. The Lone Ranger in this one is Tonto. Oh, really? So the, the, the Native American character is the lead role in it, and the backup guy is the Lone Ranger is his sidekick. So that's how they get around making a white man the Native American. Yeah, well, apparently the uh, one of the tribes has accepted Johnny Depp as their own. So, oh yeah, like, like truly, like has embraced it. So I don't know. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, uh, whatever you know. What up with uh, red lights? Red lights. I like how this trailer. I don't know if your version had this, but it had Sigourney Weaver like telling me a, like a 15 minute diatribe about how Apple had the trailer and. All this stuff. I'm like, I, I know what a trailer is, Sigourney Weaver. I don't really need you to explain it to <laughs> that me. That was the first thing I wrote down. How about Weaver's intro? <laughs> yeah. What? She just stood there talking about, not even the movie, just talking about the trailer and Apple. Looking rough and kind of like disoriented, too. A little bit confused. Yeah. But a I, little bit confused. I'll give it props because I love Killian Murphy. Yeah. I like that guy in pretty much it, anything he's in. Is it Killian or Cillian? I think it's Killian. I think it's Cillian. I think it's Killian. Well, you know what I think this movie is? What? I think it's an investigation into the long-term effects of that scarecrow drug that Cillian <laughs> was pushing in Batman. It's a spin-off of Batman. Doesn't it look like he's just still he's still using that drug? Yeah. He might have some left over. I what like how Toby about- Jones was one of the, uh, the the featured players in that movie and he's one of those ultimate that guy actors. Like, oh, that's yeah. that guy. <laughs> Toby Ch- He played, uh... Oh, who did he play? He, he played that guy. He played that guy. No, he was in that, uh... He was in that George Bush movie by R- Oliver Stone. W? Yeah. I don't even know. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! He was Carl Rove! <laughs> yeah, he was Carl Rove in that. He has a giant forehead, just like Carl He is that guy. I had already forgotten that they had the... He, get, he got billed in this trailer... And we're going to get to something else, another trailer that has one of your boys in it that doesn't get billed. And and I watched these in inverse. We'll go ahead and move on to it. I'm going to say don't go see Red Lights. Are you going to go see Red Lights this summer? I'm going to say go see it. I think it's You're going to say good. go see it? Yeah. I'll tell you this. De Niro's I'm, in it. I'm, I'm going to say don't go see it, Yeah. but then my wife is going to drag me to go see it. <laughs> yeah, and then you're not going to want to admit to me that you went to see it. Exactly. Now, Toby Jones got in the trailer for Red Lights, and his name is up there. Yet, in the trailer for Broken City, your boy Jeffrey Wright did not get billed. I didn't even see Jeffrey Wright in there. Dude, he's in there. He's, he's Mark Wahlberg's friend, his, his police friend. I'm a big Jeffrey Wright fan. Huge well, Jeffrey. not big enough to notice him when he's staring you in well, the face. Well, he should have been billed. He should have been billed. Broken What's up City. with Broken City? Now, Broken City looks like... The pseudo political thriller, Russell Crowe's the mayor of this of this town. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's the uh, seems like the the police officer with the checkered past, something to hide. Yeah. And I'm thinking that this is exactly an average movie. You know, right down the line, the political thriller, the cop with something to hide. Yeah, but yeah. it looks like they've already sold out 
the twist in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. The twist. Yeah, exactly. I, I my main thing is is what is Russell Crowe's accent? <laughs> I, I, Russell Crowe. People go crazy. Over, I think Russell Crowe is an awful actor. I think he's horrible. Master and Commander? Oh, he's horrible. <laughs> you can go sh- get in that ship and sail off away from me. He's terrible. You know, he's still riding on one performance that everybody liked, but they didn't realize that he's done the same kind of performance ever since. And that was The Informer. Didn't he get an Oscar for that? Yeah. Which begs the question that uh, somebody, I heard somebody else talking about this the other day. How long can somebody be billed as Oscar-nominated or Oscar-winning if they haven't won an Oscar in about 10 years and they made shit ever since. Well, like, t- how about Hillary Swank? She's won two, has she not? God. Yeah, she's won two. Million Dollar Baby and Boys Don't Cry? Yeah. Boom! She's won two, and every other movie she's ever been in has been a piece of shit. I, I don't know. You can't, I can think Mira of... Sorvino won an Oscar. Where's she been? Yeah, at least she's not making movies anymore. I guess the worst is like Nicolas Cage, who wins an Oscar and then just does the worst of the worst for the rest of his career. I think that's really the the one that that, that really kicks off that question. Yeah, you know, Nick Cage. Now, so the 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 plot here in Broken City is that uh, Crow gets Wahlberg to investigate who's having sex with Russell Crowe's wife, which happens to be Catherine Zeta Jones. And then Russell Crowe gets the uh, the guy murdered or killed, right? Yeah. Now, you don't see who it is in the trailer, but you do see who's billed in this movie. The only man billed in this movie, not in the trailer. You want to know who it is? Who is it? Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. <laughs> Barry fucking Straight Pepper. off his performance is Dale Earnhardt in three. <laughs> Barry Pepper of uh, Saving Private Ryan fame. Barry Pepper of 25th Hour fame. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did write down CZJ. Yes, looking good. She is. She still got it. She does. She looking good, She's man. Still got it. She still got it. Next up, uh, speaking of good looking, yeah. Zach Efron, Matthew McConaughey, starring in The Paperboy, alongside Nicole Kidman as a lunatic. What do you have to say? I wrote down official selection, and I wrote down McConaughey. <laughs> in the paper boy we see matthew mcconaughey reprising his role as the lincoln lawyer yeah invest- investigating cold crimes yeah and zach uh, zach efron trying to be ryan gosling 2.0 i think and nicole kidman was like playing that same role she played back in that movie with matt Dillon or whatever a long time ago the like i don't even remember what the name of that movie i don't was. i don't even know i do think that uh this is yeah. It's it's not it's not one I recommend, but it's one I'm gonna wind up seeing. Official selection just allows people to get away with a lot of stuff. Like it was an official selection at like the Dickweed Film Festival, <laughs> <laughs> 2011 or whatever. Uh, yeah, I also wrote down Macy Gray exclamation mark. Is she in it? Yeah, she's in it. You didn't see her in the the when they were. I think I I think I looked away to write down Nicole Kidman is a lunatic. Yeah. Um, this next movie coming up is one that I'm not sure I know what they're trying to do here. Okay, and I've got a theory about it. Uh, It's clearly reprised. Okay, it's called Miami Connection. 
obviously we've got the links to all these trailers that we're yeah. going to have on the website. And the quotes about it say that this was a movie that, ne- you know, they've pulled it out from the grave and released it as a, as a movie. I, and I want to hear your first reaction, but I definitely have an opinion about this. Okay, I saw it was from Draft House Films, and I think that that is uh, Alamo Draft House, which is like a really famous movie theater. I think the ones that true. released the, um, yeah, the, the trailers about texting during the movies and stuff. Yeah, and they, they do, they have like, I mean, it's basically a hipster movie theater. Mm-hmm. And they release like old movies. They show old movies. They do these like really expensive movie posters for movies like The Warriors and stuff. When they show those movies, uh-huh. so they're total hipster. So they're they're like there's this Miami Connection movie, and it's like basically a martial arts exploitation film from the '80s. Yep. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, "This is amazing that they have recreated this look." Like, because it's got that look of the 80s and that feel of it, and the acting is terrible, and this sort of, like, 80s feel to it. And then I did a little research, and I see that it is actually a movie from 1987 that they have re-released. So I was going to be impressed that they paid so much attention to detail to, like, recreate that look of the film stock and everything. Yeah. And then I realized that it's just an old movie that they have, they think, I don't know. It, it seems like something that I probably wouldn't find as interesting as other people. Sort of like Hot Fuzz. Yeah. It's so great because it's so bad and so referential. Yeah, yeah, that's my opinion. I, I think that I think you're right. Right, that the person that's going to be all over this movie is kind of just super ironic, going to see it ironically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that to release this movie like this in this fashion is really cynical, right? I mean, yeah. But but fuck it, right? I mean, because business is cynical and they're going to make some money on it. But I, that being said, right, I think it does have a lot of things going for it. <laughs> and I might secretly go watch it. Yeah, this. I might see it. But the thing is, is like I like movies like this not for – I think it might be the generation behind me or something that likes this sort of stuff more. But like I like movies like this from when I was a kid because I really liked those movies back then. Like not ironically. Like, there's a right. movie called No Retreat, No Surrender, which was John claude Van Damme's first film. Yeah. Total, same kind of concept as this movie, and I loved that movie as a kid, and I still love that movie. But, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't know it was bad when I was a kid, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like it because yeah. it's bad. I like it because yeah. I have good memories attached to it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, not on the same level, but my first rated R movie ever was Kickboxer. Yeah, it's and- in the same vein. Exactly. I absolutely loved that movie, and I saw it on Netflix the other day. Yeah, and I watched it, and it was it was not how I remembered it. No, but I, I still can get some pleasure out of watching a movie like that. But not ironically, a lot of people are that way with old horror movies and stuff too. And I just can't get behind that. I mean, if it's something that I just think is stupid, I just don't. I don't like it because it's stupid. So, what's the over under in your feed? of how many pictures you're going to see on Instagram of people going to see Miami Connection. Oh, probably in the hundreds. Wow. That's know. a lot of that's a lot of pictures. There's a lot of hipsters on there that I follow. <laughs> wow. Wait, really? Yeah. No, nah, I've I probably one. I think we got one movie left. Yeah. And that this movie is one is, I brought to the table, right? This is what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Titled Alex Cross. Theme line is "Don't cross, Alex Cross." Is that what it is? The tagline. That is. 
It came up in the trailer. So this movie is the Bourne identity with, with Tyler Perry in the lead role. Every time I see it, I go, what is Tyler Perry doing in that movie? Tyler Perry's an action star. He's a cop, a renegade cop that uh, no, is being... No, he's not. What? Oh, he's no, he's like a, a CIA operative or something, right? What is he? Oh, I guess he is. He's, I don't know. He works for some agency. He's, he's a some kind of cop right? or agent or something. I don't know. They don't even say. He just like, Matthew Fox is trying to kill him and his family. Weird looking Matthew Fox that lost a bunch of weight for this role. Matthew I, I, Fox spent six months on that P90X. He did. And I saw like interviews about this thing online about him like putting his body to the test for this movie. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, Matthew Fox did that for that movie? Tyler Perry <laughs> presents Alex Cross? Yeah, I just wonder how much, how much, how, how, I wonder how much discussion had to go into him not <clears throat> putting Medea in that movie. I was wondering where Medea was. Yeah, I was also wondering, like, what demographic they're going for here with this movie because, like, it looks like an action movie, but there's like a really heavy family element. You know that Tyler Perry's really going to do this to defend his family, which I thought, okay, they're trying to get you know, the wives to come to this movie too. But then you've got Matthew Fox fighting in the MMA octagon Yeah, in the trailer weird, as well. It makes me feel like it's one of those Kirk Cameron movies that's like a, got a Christian message. But then you're like, well, it can't be because they're like shooting each other and stuff. Like, what's that movie, Fireproof or something? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Firefighter. Um, I, will, I will say that it's good... It's like an old comforter that you forgot you had to to see Matthew Fox's acting face again. Yeah, it's Jack. He made the same. He had the same face on whether he was torturing somebody, shooting an assault rifle, or fighting in the MMA ring. He's basically channeling uh, Colin Farrell from Daredevil. <laughs> bullseye, but it's like it's just so weird. Every time it comes on, it just completely entrances me. I have to watch the whole trailer because they've been doing. They've been. I don't know if while you were back here in America, if you saw it, but they, that trailer's been on a lot on TV. No, I didn't see it at all. A whole lot, and like I'm just like, what is this movie? Why is Tyler Perry in this movie? I don't know. Wow, it, he does. I mean, because it's not. I mean, Tyler Perry's overweight in this movie. Well, he's not any in any way is he an action star? Not at all. Not at all. You know, he's not. No. Yeah. Whatever. 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 Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple that didn't make the cut. Okay. And I'm just gonna run these by you real quick, and you can just say thumbs up or thumbs down. Should people go see Here Comes the Boom? Nope. What about the uh, the man with the iron fists? What is that? What? That's the RZA's movie, man. Oh, well, they should definitely go see that. Is Lastly, RZA in it, or is he just directing it? I think that he's a producer. He's done the soundtrack. I don't think he's in it. Okay. I think that I think it's him and Quentin Tarantino that are producing it. Okay. Not sure. Uh, a Good Day to Die Hard. The, another Die Hard movie? Coming out. Uh, no, don't go see that. That's it. That's, that's, those were the only three I could think of that we didn't watch that trailer for. I didn't even know there was a new Die Hard movie coming out. I didn't like any of the other Die Hard movies. So. There you go. Yeah, I, like want, a, I want a new Lethal Weapon. <laughs> he actually is crazy now. <laughs> what do 
what do you think the chances of another new lethal weapon coming out are? <laughs> I think I think you'll get a hundred pictures on Instagram of Miami Connection before a new lethal weapon <laughs> comes out. Danny Glover finally is too old for this shit. They <laughs> <laughs> can get Joe Pesci back. Come on, it'd be great. Speaking of short actors, Danny DeVito is getting a divorce. I saw that, man. True Love shame. is dead, man. They've been together True. for 30 years. I never thought that they would break up. Not those two. Not those well, two we hope you enjoyed Grab Bag, Trailer Park. Yeah. We'll be back with our shitty questions next week. Yeah, or this week, because we're like, out of time right now. We're in, we're in a time warp. We're actually recording this in the future. If you want to check us out, go to facebook.com slash IOLTOS network. Um, you can send us an email, IOLTOSNetwork at gmail.com, or you can Twitter us, tweet, Twitter at us at IOLTOS. <laughs> or you can just not do any of that shit. <laughs> Probably won't. Alright. We're out. Just enjoy another episode I only like the ones We'll see you next time Have a good night